Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have been here. The Grey Goose, Adventures of a Modern Robin Hood. I've managed to get myself and everyone else concerned into a pretty pickle this trip. In fact, if we must make use of the nauseous phrase again, almost cook the goose. The grey goose. <laughs> Disguised as Stokes, I managed to cosh the Marvin Jones exhibit, deceive Inspector Ford and an earnest doctor, and in the meantime discover certain things which lead me to believe I've solved the mystery surrounding Stokes. But now, Nemesis, smartly fitted out in a Bobby's helmet, is hot on the trail. And it's more than fortunate that Barbara kept our tryst at the graveyard gates with the real Stokes in tow. Now it's a matter of completing the swap before our island's defenders clamp in with their size 12s. Work the whole thing out, did you say, Rolly? Now, less of the small talk until we get organised. There's a dear girl. Now then, Stokes, come on, old chap. What on earth? Good heavens, who are you? Hmm? Oh, oh, yes. You didn't get the chance to see me in my new disguise, did you? Never mind. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery and all that. We're a couple of peas in a pod, aren't we? Come along but, now. But I... Sorry to turf you out, but the snow is not so cold tonight. And I think you'll discover before long that it's in your best interest. That's the way. You look exactly like me. Exactly. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I must get that out of his head. Look, I'm going now, but quite a group of chaps are coming up in a minute. Every last one of them interested in buying a grave plot. It'll be the biggest order you've had in a long time. Really? At this hour, it's an odd time to do business. Uh, not to these chaps. They work the clock round, and how. Blimey, that upon us. Start up, Barbara. Right. So long, Stokes. Sell them all plots and see if you can talk them into occupying them. Cheerio. Dear, 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 at this hour. Dear. That, that, that car! You got away in that car! No, no, just passing, I think. Good evening, gentlemen. <laughs> Rather than an odd time to have you call, but always happy to oblige. What the... There he is, Stokes. What the devil are you up to? I beg your pardon. I am happy to accommodate you, but I must ask you to observe the courtesies. Uh, how many plots did you require? How many what? Uh, plots. Uh, I understand you're interested in plots. Man, this is out of my territory. Now he's not dangerous anymore. All right, men. Bring him back to the lodge. Inspector! 
This man is an imposter. So you remark, Mr. Marvin Jones. We'll go into that back at the lodge. No, wait. I'll show you. This hair is obviously false. He's in some sort of disguise. Watch. Come here, whoever you are. Oh, 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 oh please. Oh, please. Please don't. Oh, oh. Why, oh. Why, there's, there's some mistake that... This can't be Stokes. Yet the hair is real. Mr. Stokes is an old man and not in good health, Mr. Marvin Jones. I'll thank you to come back to the lodge with us. All right, men. Far enough, Rowley? Yes, I should think so. Don't want to be miles away. I'm going back in a minute. Well, chuck away that disguise and tell me what's going on. That's the first thing. Ah, yes, the disguise. I shall feel sorry to part with it. I was beginning to feel like a walking Renoir. Well, remember this Marvin Jones that you couldn't remember, uh, to coin a phrase? Yes. I found out that he's the late Arthur Briscoe's uncle, a strangely devoted uncle, too. Visits his nephew's grave all the time. Well, people do that sort of thing, don't they? Uh, not if they're only uncles, but let that pass the moment. There's another odd thing, too. Now that I've told you Marvin Jones is Briscoe's uncle, does that bring anything to you? Newspaper items, etc.? Well, I, I don't know. Wait a minute. Of course, you were a mere child at the time of Briscoe's death. Hold on, Rowley. There was something odd about Briscoe's uncle. Nobody in his district knew him or, or something like that. Ah, it all comes back to her. Yes, Barbara, Briscoe's uncle was a recluse. Briscoe's only relative. And you know something? The district he lived in was right here, Green Meadows. Why? Ah, question three. Why should poor old Stokes have invented a fantasy about Briscoe being alive? Here, they think he's as mad as a maggot, apparently. Exhibiting careful selection and good taste, he coshed Marvin Jones, who then proceeded to put him in as certifiable on the strength of that and the letter he wrote. Letter? Stokes dropped a line to the police, stating Arthur Briscoe was alive and kicking, probably only a few hours before I picked him up in the park. Rowley, what does it all mean? It means this. Stokes is not mad. You and I know that. He's sick and needs a long rest, but he's not crazy. Therefore, he doesn't invent things. Marvin Jones is not behaving at all as Marvin Jones should. Therefore, it's ten bob to any oyster. He isn't Marvin Jones. Rowley, you think... Only one thing puzzles me. What? Why? Eh? No, no, no. The why, the wherefore, the reason for it all. But I've got a notion about that too. What? Who is buried in Briscoe's grave? Obviously not the real Marvin Jones, because he made some statements at the time of Briscoe's funeral. Thus, it must be somebody else. Or perhaps nobody at all. Nobody at all? Leave the boy alone. He's got an idea. If this chap masquerading as Marvin Jones really is Briscoe, then he must be making a living somehow. And Briscoe was never one to make a living honestly if he could do it otherwise. Like some other people we know. Uh, well, um, yes, but Briscoe isn't in my class. He's the sort who gives the profession a bad name. Anyway... Briscoe is coining it somehow, and from what I remember of the gents' methods, that would tie up with there being nobody in the grave. Hmm. I don't follow that at all. No, perhaps not. I had to chase a long way myself before I caught up with it. However, back to see if I'm right now, and then home to our virtuous couches. Be by the main gate again, and have the car ready to push off at an instant's notice. Good luck, Rowley. There's the lodge, and a light on in the living room. 
presumably where the principals in our little drama are gathered, giving the treatment to poor old Stokes. Now, how to get Marvin Jones, or whoever he is, out of there? Hmm. I got it. The old schoolboy trick. Half a brick and an open expanse of glass. Let's see. Huh. Here's a dainty missile. Well calculated to bend the transparency. One, two, three, and heave! Gone, policeman! Gone! Who the blazes through that? Missed me by an inch. I didn't see, sir. It came from the back, I think. Well, find out! Now, turn in the other direction, just to confuse them. He! I mean, must be a greenhouse down there. What a smasher. He's over by the conservatory. Must be a hoodlum. Come on! Right, sir, sir. This way, men. Excellent, excellent. Ducks decoyed. We press on. Ah, Mr. Marvin Jones and Mr. Stokes, alone. What, what on earth? That... Someone you very nearly had a pot at a little while ago. Someone who wants to talk to you badly. Oh, you leave me alone. Oh, leave no, me. we are going oh. to have a little chat. And we shall have to move before Inspector Ford gets back. In all our interest, I'd better shut you up. Pardon my hand. Splendid. Now off we go. What on earth's happening this evening? Never fear, Stokes. It'll be over soon. Have you sold those plots yet? Keep at it. My friend and I here are going out to have a look around ourselves. But the plot we're interested in is already tenanted by Arthur Briscoe. Right, old chap. Quick frog march. I'll have you arrested for this. I'll have you put in jail. All right, we can stop now. Here we are. Recognise the vista? It's... Why, it's Arthur's grave. Your grave? Eh? Your Arthur Briscoe. Uh, are you mad? Not at all. Shall I explain it to you? Your uncle, whom you impersonate, is a recluse. Nobody's ever seen him. He doesn't go out. He said a few words at the time of your death, and since then you've been appearing as him with impunity, knowing there was no one to say you weren't Marvin Jones himself. Look here! As for poor old Stokes. You were blackmailing him. He knew his mind was on the blink. Didn't want to lose his job. You told me that much yourself not an hour ago. He must have discovered your deception in some way. And you threatened him with being committed if he gave you away. And you tried precisely that when he went a bit nuttier than before and wrote that letter to the police. How did Stokes discover your little game? He must have seen you doing something odd about this grave. Now, chum... I want to know what that was. This is the most incredible nonsense. I want to know what you're up to, Briscoe. Oh, my arm. It may break in this clamp. Come on. What's the thing about this grave? What is it? What is it? Stop. Stop behind headstone. Small knob. Twist it. Ah, that's ah. more like it. Twist knob, eh? Oh, my arm. Let's see now. Yes, there we are. Twist. Well, 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 the top slides off. Just as I thought. The grave isn't the grave at all. Now, what's inside? Well, even a light switch on the jam. Some stairs leading down to... To a printing press and... Oh, Mr. Briscoe, not up to your old tricks again. Dead all these years and still turning out those dud notes. Your profession is like your life, my friend. Counterfeit.
And that is virtually the end of the story. Briscoe, all those years ago, had hit on a clever way of avoiding the police and still opening up for business as usual. He died, but he didn't lie down. <laughs> and if it hadn't been for old Edward Stokes' chance discovery, he might have gone on being dead for, well, for the term of his natural life. <laughs> there was a little rider to the whole business. Inspector Ford, very puzzled about the mysterious stone throwing, came back to the lodge. And what did he find? Well, a little note poked under the door just for him. Marvin Jones is actually Briscoe. Please find same trust up in his own counterfeiting plant on the site of his own grave. Also find and close £200 which will pay for a long rest cure for Edward Stokes. I should have liked it to be more, but it's quite a job finding good notes when you've so many duds around. Cheerio. And a grey goose feather. Well, I'm damned. So ends another of Roland Fletcher's adventures. Be sure to listen when next we meet the Grey Goose.